You're listening to the Creating a Brand podcast, where we deliver weekly interviews on topics to help entrepreneurs make their first or next step in business the right one. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Are you devoted to maintaining and improving your physical health through nutrition and exercise? If you're like many entrepreneurs, we've allowed our physical health to take a back seat. And although from a time management standpoint, it makes sense to focus more on our businesses and less on our health, what's actually happening is we're hindering our ability to perform at our optimal level. In today's episode, I'm bringing on Mary Ruth Guillaume to talk about four small health habits that will make your life better, and as a result, cause you to perform better in business. Mary Ruth is the founder of Mary Ruth Organics, a massive organization that creates healthy supplements for the whole family. She is also the best-selling author of the book titled Liquids Till Lunch, which we will be discussing today. For links to resources that will be mentioned during this episode, please visit creatingabrand.com slash 148. This is a topic that I've been really looking forward to sharing with you. So let's not wait any longer. Here's my conversation with Mary Ruth Guillaume. Mary Ruth, welcome to the Creating a Brand podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. Absolutely. Fun fact here, you're the first guest we've had on the show to talk about our physical health since episode 21, where we talked about the importance of sleep. So this is episode 148. So there's like almost 130 episodes between talking about a really important topic, even for entrepreneurship. A lot of people might be like, why are we talking about health on an entrepreneurship podcast? But we'll dive in that today. And the, one of the reasons for that I want to mention here, and I'm going to pass it over to you, is that I find it really difficult to find guests to talk about anything physically health related that get past the... I guess, reprimanding of entrepreneurs. So they're like, eat healthy, work out more and join a wellness center. Like that, that's the feedback I usually see. And it's maybe good advice, maybe not, but it's not practical for many of us where we're at. So we just kind of push it aside. And that's why it's been really difficult for me to find guests to talk about this. And you take a totally different approach. Your book is titled Liquids Till Lunch. And I, first off, really, really enjoyed it. And what I like about it is it, it covers 12 small habits that we can we can implement it immediately without anything to actually change our life for good. So I'd love for you to actually talk a little bit about this, kind of give us an overview of what you've created here, and then we'll dive into it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Alex. And also, um, since the very beginning of building my business, and even before that, I've always been really fascinated with the concept of time. So I feel that every single person, um, every entrepreneur has 24 hours in a day. And something that I love about the fact that we have free will to pick about pick what we want to do during the 24 hours or how we want to manage our time is I was always fascinated by the duality. Can we grow this business? Can we scale this business? And can we also feel really energized, have a lot of momentum um, and feel feel healthy while doing it? And so it's not really something like, oh, this month I'm going to um, take care of myself and then it's all going to work out. It's more that just in one increment compartmentalizing, like how do I want to spend my 24 hours? How can I fit in within the 24 hours, all the things I want to do with my business and all the things that actually make me feel really energized and really healthy. You know, something I want you to talk about more is your business in a second here, because a lot of listeners might be like, well, Mary Ruth is a health coach, so she's got all the time in the world to focus on her health. But talk about your business, because I know from hearing some of your story that at one point you were 700000 in debt, and now you've built a really big business. Can you talk about that a little bit? Just add some credibility. Yes, thank you. So um, I always start my story with sharing um, that the fact that I we were able to build this business from a deficit um, 
really taught us a lot about financial freedom um, and security within the business. And so if we go back to, I'll try to make it as quick as possible, but if we go back to 2013, um, that's when I launched what is now Mary Ruth Organics, which is um, a company that we do over a hundred million in revenue each year. We're profitable. And um, we have almost, I think it's like 96 employees right now um, with a very high employee retention rate. So almost 100% employee retention rate, which means that people that come with us stay with our company culture. And so um, it's a long story. I'm not going to go into it, but basically my dad and my brother passed away suddenly. And that kind of coincided with my mom and I and the housing market crashing. So my mom had this other business and it was um, very successful, 300 employees and 89 million in revenue. And then when the housing market Lehman Brothers crashed, um, it left us in personal debt. I'm sharing credit card debt, money we owe to friends and family, like not just $700,000 of a mortgage, but a $700,000 like we owe to people. At the same time, I I was launching my business on 47th and 3rd in New York City. And so it really took me seven years to get out of debt, but it was really, really impressive that we were able to launch these products and build this business with no outside funding to over a hundred million in revenue. And a lot of that process and that journey had to do with, um, I'm in so much debt. I I'm, I'm so far behind where I need to be. It's hard enough to start as an entrepreneur from $0 in the bank, but also at the same time to owe money and need to pay down that debt. Um, while, launching products and growing a business um, came down to just for 15 years. I have taken each 24 hour period and tried, I didn't have all the answers to all the problems, but I said like, if I can just give a hundred percent effort, be detached from the outcome within this 24 hour period, sleep, exercise, get some sunshine, do those things and run my business. um, The answers are going to unfold. And that is exactly how um, we we built this company from truly nothing. So these 12 points that were obviously not going to cover all 12, I've, I've picked out four of them today, but these points, these are built into the culture of your business. Am I right by saying that? Yes. So uh, what's, what's unique about um, our company is that for the... F- For the first four years, we had no, so let's say we've been around for eight years. For four years, we had no employees. It was just my mom and I. That was also another thing we used. Like when we would make money, we wouldn't hire an employee. We would launch a new product. So first four years, no employees. Then last four years, we've had a huge team from one person to almost a hundred. And we had no marketing. So no marketing spend. So uh, it wasn't, uh, let me have a marketing budget. Let me... What we did was make really amazing, organic, delicious products and take care of customer care. And the philosophy of just our ethos and our mission with our brand and a lot of what we talk about in our company meetings is um, first, most important thing in our business model is um, to do these 12 things, if possible, every day for the individual. And then we feel like the individual, even if they're only doing two of those things, might come to work a little bit happier, a little bit more energized, um, working on overcoming health challenges, all of those things that people go through in their personal life. And then the employees will 
interact with each other more because they have energy to care about each other as well. And then that that ripple effect will naturally be felt by customers who are engaging with us. And that's also how the product grew because people would say, oh my gosh, they have the best refund policy. They have the best customer care. They have the nicest people talking about health education. And so I teach a 13-week book club every year. I taught it uh, last summer, teaching it again in January to our team of 100. And um, we really go deep in that one-hour book club for 13 weeks where everybody's sharing, there's panelists, there's chats, I'm leading it. And I get to hear from everybody on my team, like, it's amazing. Some people don't drink water, some people do drink water. And the more we're talking about it, the more everyone's like, yeah, I should drink more water. <laughs> right. Man, I got to say this, Mary Ruth, you're, you're a machine. I mean, <laughs> just just going for it. But I, I respect that about you. And this is the reason, one of the reasons I picked you to, to be a guest on the show when I was looking at what you've done and things like that, is you're not recommending a full overhaul of our nutritional and physical habits by any means. What you're talking about is implementing a program of micro actions and that lead to a macro change, as you say in the book. You actually have a quote that really, it really stood out to me in the book. You said, micro actions of self-care are the tiny drops of happiness that can one day fill up a bucket of blessings. And I couldn't agree with that more. Like it's not this giant move that we have to make. Like we have 24 hours today. So tomorrow we have to be a totally different person. No, it's every day doing a little bit to get better. And I love that philosophy. It's clearly working for you in business. And also with this book, I believe helping a lot of people. So thanks again for putting this together. This is going to be a really fun conversation here. Thank you. Um, I, I would like to share one fun fact on what you just said. Please, yeah. Um, so I am so fascinated. And this also comes from the dialogue of the book clubs and being with my team and listening to other people's personal experiences, seeing how everyone is so different. Um, so uh it's something like if you spend one minute every day for 365 days a year, uh, maybe doing something you don't love, um, at the end of one year, one minute a day is six hours. So a lot of times we hear like, oh yeah, but listen, listen, I got all these employees. I got this business. There's inventory problem. There's a supply chain problem. I don't have time to stretch. But what's amazing is that like maybe there is something during the day that maybe you were uh, on, on social media a little too long, uh, by the way, I use social media every day, but like just a little too long. And if you think about like one minute extra every day at the end of a year is six hours, even if you decided for one minute, just 60 seconds, I will stretch my legs, you know, at my standing desk or whatever. At the end of the year, you can say, at least this year, I, I stretched for six hours, um, cumulatively. Um, and that's way better than it was last year. Last year, being an entrepreneur, I didn't stretch at all. So it's it's kind of jamming in these little micro actions that um, if you can see in your mind, like drinking, people say, okay, how did you get out of debt? I got out of debt because I drank water and I went to bed and I chewed my food and I got sunshine and that that created a momentum in me to solve all the other issues. It's all about like this, this circuitry of energy. And it's very exciting. It's very unique to each individual. Um, everyone listening knows themselves better than I know them. So maybe they only like two actions in the book. So to kind of go where the green lights are, start with like what sounds good to you. If you have to take a conference call, I challenge you to walk outside in the sunshine while on the call. And if you did that every day for 365 days, you'd already be, uh, the, right, the energy level would already be go, going in the right direction moving forward. I love that. And the whole idea of just one minute per day turns out to be six hours a year. Like that's huge. Like I've never even really thought about that before. That's really cool. 
I got a quick side note here, and then we're going to dive into these points. I'm excited to get into some of these. You've already kind of hinted at them a little bit, but real quick, I told you this offline, but I just felt the need to repeat it. Uh, something I regularly hear when I attend like meetup groups or I, I go anywhere with those other entrepreneurs, I'm I'm in decent shape, and I say this humbly as I can. Like I, I work out regularly. Like I, I stick mm-hmm. to a lot of the plan that I set. And you've probably seen the same thing. But when you get in front of an entrepreneur that isn't doing that, they feel the need to confess to you without even like needing any, like, I didn't push it on them, but there's like, I used to be in really good shape and I used to eat healthy when I had time. And now things have just changed. And I think that's really sad, but I wanted to bring that up because I think that a lot of us, we hit that point where we feel that we're not in control anymore. But I think that what you're doing today, what you're going to share is going to re-give all of us that chance to actually be in control once again. So I'm excited to dive into that. And what's so beautiful about what you just brought up is, um, it's all about what what I think makes people happy is kind of like the following process. I'm, I'm going to hit on something that you said about control, which I fully agree with. Um, I believe that every it's all about self awareness. So if people know what makes them happy, um, they can reverse engineer like their business and how they're going to grow the business. Because at first, I'm sure every entrepreneur can relate to this. At first, when you start the business, you were literally like, I will do whatever it takes at any hours, all hours of the day, I will double down. Um, But it does come at a price. And so then you start to not feel as good, but you need to move forward. And there's kind of like this a little bit of disconnect. And so if people can If they know what makes them happy, they can create a structure that will allow freedom. I believe that people with the most structure have the most freedom. And all we want is freedom, freedom to do the things that we love. And it comes down to being the cause or the effect. And so when you can be the cause of that compartmentalizing that 24 hours and know that a bunch of stuff's not going to go your way, there's going to be a bunch of fires, but that the next day you can try again to execute the structure that you linked to the micro and the macro, like drinking the water will bring me to my mission that I'm trying to achieve. And see, then it's going to be almost a no brainer to um, drink the water. Or make it happen. And so um, I think for any entrepreneur that feels, and, and we're also in a lot of Amazon seller groups. And so we also hear what you hear, which is like a lot of confessions. And I think, <laughs> I think it, it also doesn't have to be um, all or nothing. It just has to be a gradual, consistent process where you are trying at all times to get back on the structure that you know will make you, yourself, your business, the very best you can be. Hey, Alex Sanfilippo here, and I want to take a quick moment to intentionally serve the world with you. Here's what I want you to do. Think of the one person you know who would most benefit from listening to this episode today. Now, I want you to send it to them, but also include an encouraging note explaining why you share this episode with them specifically. By doing this, you're helping me grow this podcast, and you're also adding value to the people you care about. With that said, thank you for your continued support. It means the world to me. And now, let's get back to today's episode. The book is called Liquids Till Lunch. You cover 12 small habits. And I do encourage all the listeners, grab a copy of this book because we're just going to get into four of them today, but all 12 of them are, they're game changers. And when you put them all together, not that you need to do them all, but when you kind of get the whole mindset around all 12, it's super beneficial. But just to stick with what we're going to talk about today, and I'm, again, really excited to dive into this, we're just going to go straight into the first one, which is liquids till lunch. Can you talk about what you mean by liquids till lunch? 
Yes. So this is truly um, the seed level of my business and how my business grew. So I worked with hundreds of people in private sessions, group classes, live webinars um, on 47th and 3rd in my office. And I, how friends would tell friends is the whole program started with liquids to lunch. And then 2013, Instagram still wasn't that big. So like now people learning about intermittent fasting and they're, they're able to get so much health information on Instagram. But before like liquid select is kind of a crazy idea back then. So people would say, oh, you have to, you have to join this group class. I'm in this group class. We're all doing liquids to lunch. And it's just based off of the idea that people really want more energy. And some people want to lose weight and some people have health challenges. And I'm not making any claims, but um, liquid Solange can sometimes help with weight loss, sometimes help with overcoming health challenges. But most importantly, I find that it really gives people more energy and everyone just wants more energy. And it's based off of this idea that when a person eats solid food, um, let's say you're, by the way, it's totally fine if you want to eat oatmeal. So I'm not saying don't eat oatmeal. I'm just giving a tool that people could choose to use or not use. So let's say you eat oatmeal at 6am. Um, the minute you eat the oatmeal, you have to chew the food. You have to break down the food before it drops into your stomach. And then your body will just basically take all of this energy from you and your brain and your personality to digest the food, which is not bad. But if you decided to just have a liquid lunch, liquids are kind of pre-digested, pre-broken down, bioavailable, absorbable, right there, ready to go. So our liquids to lunch is not strict. So you can have coffee, you can have tea, you can have a smoothie, you can have celery juice, you can have vegetable broth, you can have bone broth, literally anything that's liquid. And the body will just kind of ingest it and not have to pull reserves of energy to break down the food. And so people kind of hit this resting period where they're more energized in the morning. Um, and then when they get lunch, when they hit lunch, that's when they can have like their solid food meals. Um, and so it's, it's a personal thing, but again, it's not all or nothing. So one cool, fun tip for people, because some people might be like, well, this is not for me. Let's say you are eating that oatmeal at six. I challenge you to instead wait till nine just push back theory, just push it back a little. You don't have to necessarily have solid food right out the gate. If you just push it back a little, hydrate, drink water, drink tea, um, drink stevia with lemonade, whatever you want, and then have your solid food breakfast. Giving yourself three extra hours where you didn't put that solid food in the body does allow uh, the body to kind of regenerate better. The digestive tract is in a resting state a little bit longer. Um, so you can just push it back. When I was pregnant, I just had four children in four years. Insane, honestly. Um, <laughs> but I was not doing liquids till lunch till 12. Because you're pregnant, you're breastfeeding, I'm vomiting nonstop through at work all the time in front of my employees with nausea from the pregnancies. So for four years, I was always doing liquids to lunch only till 10. And same things till I was breastfeeding. And then once I stopped breastfeeding the twins this year, I went back to like liquids to lunch till 12. So there's a lot of room within that. So I love this point and we'll, we'll get ahead to what I'm about to share in a minute here. But I one day and it was, wasn't long ago, I, I stumbled upon this liquids to lunch thing because I woke up and I just had a really bad stomach ache, which again, we'll get into in, in a minute here. But like my stomach just hurt, which was a very common thing for me. And I just couldn't bring myself to eat. But I knew I had like a work day ahead of me. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait till just before I start work, and I'm gonna make a smoothie, like I've got everything I need to make like a good smoothie. And that was something that I enjoyed doing whenever I had the chance to. 
So I did that. Two hours later, I realized I'm like, I've got so much energy today and my stomach is feeling better. Like I'm good. And I, I just kind of stumble into that. So I started doing that every day. So I've, I've not eaten one, like a solid food. I say lunch, but a solid food until 1 p.m. And as long as I can remember. So my first, my liquids, if you will, started at 11 a.m. And then at one is when I actually do like that's the solid amazing. food. That's made a huge difference in my life. That's amazing. And everything's cumulatively. So cumulatively, if you were to do this for a year, you would be a different person at the end of the year. And that's kind of the concept we were talking about before, like being the cause and not the effect. And um, I think that's so inspiring for everyone to hear that you you kind of did it by default. And then you felt that that increased energy. And um, there was one other thing I wanted to say to you about if somebody said to all the entrepreneurs, hi, I'm going to give you $1 million to do liquids till lunch today. And you can spend that $1 million on your business, on your marketing spend. Um, everybody on this call could make it till, till uh, yes. 12 noon with, uh, with a banana berry ice smoothie or whatever with some protein powder. I, I think what's cool is that uh, people are so strong. It's just about time blocking it, time managing it, kind of inserting it and just kind of like all like I'm going to do this and I will reassess every 24 hours if this is working for me or not. 100%. Yeah. If you give me a million dollars to do that, I definitely would. But I've, I've already been on it. And I've, I'm already a believer. So uh, I got to move along here for sake of yes, time. But moving sir. on to number two here, uh, which is chew your food until it becomes liquid, which was a, a lifesaver for me. But can you talk about I mean, I think it's pretty clear what that means. But can you give us a little bit more of an explanation? Yes. So it, it's actually based off of the same idea that we just want to help our body. We just want to give our body a competitive edge. I had a lot of male clients in my private practice one on one in New York, and I would always speak in terms of like competitive edge. And so another free accessible competitive edge thing that you can do that's already kind of built into your schedule, you're eating anyways, um, is kind of chew your food till it's liquid because by it's called mastication. When you break down the food until it is liquid, it is much more bioavailable, absorbable. Um, the nutrients are ready. They hit the stomach. The digestive enzymes start to really just extract what's needed. And um, your body, again, doesn't take all this energy from your personality to try to digest the food that is that you didn't chew that's, that's hit the stomach. Um, there, digestion starts in your mouth. We have teeth in in our mouth for a reason. And so if you kind of just like chew your food and there's huge chunks in the stomach, that energy is coming, that reserve is coming away from your clarity and your focus to break down that food. And that's why a lot of times people feel like gas and bloating and uncomfortable. And chewing your food is a great way to like help with portion control and help with digestion, help you'll have more restful sleep at night. And also um, you can chew your food and still work. So sometimes like I'll be putting on my makeup or I'll be getting ready for my, my standing desk ready and I'm eating a salad. I'm still up cleaning one of my children's high chair on the weekend. You can literally still do stuff and walk around and chew your food because I know we're all very busy. This thing right here that we're talking about, chewing your food till it becomes liquid is has been a lifesaver for me. I mentioned just a minute ago how I, I got stomach aches a lot. About two years ago, I went to a doctor because I was just like concerned. Like I was thinking, I'm not like a hypochondriac or anything like that. Like I don't no, usually yeah. get concerned. But I'm like, I, like I wake up with a stomach ache every single day. I just need to make sure there's nothing wrong. So I went and they checked everything. They're like, you're one of the healthiest people we've ever seen, which I was thankful for. But 
I asked him like, well, then what's up with these stomach aches? Yes. And the lady, the doctor, she's actually a doctor and not talking bad about anybody, but she said, well, you're young, but you're not that young. And she handed me a thing of Tums and I was like, just start taking these. And like, I looked at what was in Tums. I'm like, I'm not going to ever take these. I'm just going to deal with it. Here's the thing. When I read your book just a couple of weeks ago, I started chewing my food till it became liquid and I have not had a single stomach ache in weeks. And I know you can't say it's going to happen for everybody, but for me, it like now I'm like, I, I can't not chew my food till it comes to liquid because I'm, I'm no longer having stomach aches. And it's been years like that. So I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that you mentioned this and how much it's helped me. Your story is so powerful because for so, so many people have digestive issues and will be able to relate to this and it will help them if they try. And then also, by the way, so many people have other things that bother them, back pain, headaches, lethar like they're lethargic, they can't sleep, they don't have good deep quality sleep. Like a lot of things, times just by chewing your food, you may not know that that's connected to some other um area or body part is getting better, like not as much back pain, not as much neck pain from maybe gas pressure. Just really interesting how by doing some of this stuff, you don't know how it will help, but I think it does really help. You know, I've always said you can identify an entrepreneur by the way they eat. If they just scarf it down and swallow it real quick, it's because they're busy people. You know, they've got a business they got to get back to. And I was guilty of that for a really long time. But now I am taking my time. It's actually been a little bit relaxing. Like I can still work a little bit, totally. but my pace is slower for that 20 minutes that used to take me about eight to eat. And I'm ashamed to say that. And also you will get anytime you invest in doing any of these actions, your, your ROI is going to be so much more. The fact that you can wake up without a stomach ache, you could probably do a lot more, maybe a little bit more efficiently in the morning than maybe you could before when you were kind of like battling, like my stomach hurts and now I need to focus my stomach hurts. Now I need to focus. Yeah. A hundred percent. Again, I love this point. And I think this is the one that, there's no reason not to try for the listeners no today. Like reason. there is no cost to you to chewing your food a little bit more. Like you can't be like, Oh, I just can't do it. Also um, there is for everyone listening. If you go to t a Ted talk, if you type in something like chew your food 32 times, there is the most inspiring Ted talk. It's 10 minutes I've ever heard in my life on this guy who was a, I think a doctor, I'm not even sure he chewed his food 32 times. Um, and at the end of the year, he lost like 50 pounds. So there's the TED Talks really awesome. I'll link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Thanks for, for that, Mary Ruth. Anyway, moving right along here. Uh, we're gonna move on to chapter six now, which is to get 15 minutes of direct sunlight each day. This is something else that I never really, I, I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I live right by the ocean. I'm out there a lot, but I just never really thought about the benefits of it. But can you talk about why we need 15 minutes of direct sunlight every day. Yes, this is one of my absolute favorite chapters. And I also, stretching chapter is also one of my favorite chapters. And I think you also picked the stretching chapter. So, um, okay, plants are, plants must have sunshine. Plants must have water. They must have nutrient-dense soil. And just like plants, like we also really, really need sunshine. And by the way, I'm not against like using a non-toxic sunblock, but one thing to consider is that kind of share with people, obviously check with your dermatologist to try to let the sun hit you for 15 minutes. Your skin is the largest organ. Let that sunshine hit you um, for 15 minutes without sunblock and no sunglasses. Again, check with your eye doctor, check with your dermatologist, but allow the vitamin D. Vitamin D is entering the body through the skin, through the eyes. So no sun sunglasses, no sunblock. First 15 minutes, then you can put on your hat, your sun, your sunglasses and your and your um 
sunblock. And this is such a mood elevator. I think everybody wants to be in a better mood. Sometimes people have a little bit of sadness, a little bit of depression, and the greatest, fastest, easiest way to just shake that off is to get immediately in front of sunshine. Again, throughout running my business for four years, having four children in four years, I didn't take any vacations. I didn't go anywhere. I was just like with my team, building our business. But I I kind of feel like I was always on vacation because I always had this 15 minutes and I, I have consistently clung to that one for me personally. Um, again, pregnancy can be very nauseous. You don't feel well. Um, and I always would get in front of that sunshine and it would make me happier, feel so much more energized. I would look better, you know, just a little bit of, um, a little bit of that glow and connecting, you know, chlorophyll. Why do we love green plants? Why do we love the green vegetables? Because the sun is activating the chlorophyll and we as human beings, um, need a little bit of sunshine every single day. So it's not like for five days, I'm going to grind on my business. And then I'm just only going to get, Oh yeah, I get some sunshine on Saturday and Sunday. The whole point of the book is like a daily routine where you get that sunshine almost 365. Um, even if you can't see the sun, the sun is, the rays are coming through the clouds. And, um, this one is so powerful. You know, I've actually been talking about this for many years now. I had nothing to back it up, though. So I remember when someone was like, man, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, there's something there. There's something with the sun. Like, I'm always happier if I can get if I can get in the sun for just a little bit. And you, you've kind of proved that here. And also two, two other quick facts in the book, we talk about how electromagnetic chaos, which comes from cell phones and laptops, if you get 15 minutes of sunshine a day, it is actually regulating your experience with these cell phones and these laptops so that you will sleep wow. better. That's really powerful, right? We're all, we're all on Zoom. We need something to counterbalance that. And then there was one other thing about the sunshine. Yes, um, you know, vitamin D helps support the immune system. So against bacteria, against viruses, all these things, you can obviously take a, a, a supplement that's vitamin D and you can also get vitamin D from the sun. Love this. Again, this point just, it, it actually helped me. So now I can go back to all these people who are like, Alex, you're crazy. And I can just let them listen to this interview. So thank you for that, Mary Ruth. I appreciate it. Um, so this last thing, you just mentioned it right before we start talking about this point, but chapter eight, you talk about 15 minutes of stretching. Can you talk about the benefit of this? Yes. So I always say that um, when I would work with people one on one, I would say that I knew how good or I don't want to say bad, but how good or how bad they were at time management from when I would ask them. And, and the program was always like I would ask them on a daily basis, have you done, you know, check off what you've done. And every time I would see someone who never checking off that they stretched, I knew that they're not necessarily optimizing their time management. Because even if you're sick, God forbid, even if you don't feel well, you can totally stretch. Um, even if you have a sports injury, stretching is one of these things that I feel is the, your greatest accessory. So the same way we like get up, we shower, we brush our teeth, we get our clothes on, we get ready for our podcast, we get ready to you know take the Zoom call. I feel that the greatest accessory you can have is stretching, meaning like you opening up the body. It's kind of like you're an athlete. Every day you're going to go out there and you are going to get hit in the face with so many, literally every day, there is going to be stuff that happens that you did not plan. Um, and that's also comforting to know that there's going to be challenges coming every day at you. Don't be disappointed. They're coming. 
So don't be disappointed when they come. But if you've stretched, kind of like expanded your body, opened your body up, um, the lymphatic system, the organs, the cells, oxygenating the body, um, you're going to be so much more open to people, more open to the challenges. You're going to have more self-esteem. Um, and and sometimes we we all have reasons why we can't stretch in the morning. So if you can't, you can stretch before bed. At four o'clock, instead of drinking a coffee, you can try to take a 10 minute break to stretch. Um, everyone at Mary with Organics gets like half hour lunch, two 10 minute breaks. I always kind of tell our team, like it's normal at like four o'clock to start to feel tired. You still have like, you know, the whole evening ahead of you. If you try to stretch and get some oxygen in the body, you will feel much more energized and stretching is free. You can go to YouTube, Google some kind of routine you want, but I, I am such a pro I encourage people to stretch. You will feel so much better. So with stretching, I know that there's different types of stretches. There's there's static, active, ballistic, passive, dynamic, yeah. and probably more than I'm missing. But is there a certain one that you say people should do during this 15 minutes or is it whatever suits you? So I just believe it should be full body. So I have this whole routine that I made up for myself. Sometimes I torture my husband. I make him do it with me. <laughs> um, but it, it has a lot of, you know, like some people have, it's called like an elephant hump. They have like from sitting at their computer all the time, they have this like, you know, like a little arch in the back. Yeah. So I try to do all the ones where it's like your neck, your shoulders, you want to like have nice posture and that I'm not always just hunched over at the computer um, on Zoom. And so I kind of made up my own routine from looking at a couple of YouTube videos. And again, some people have like uh, a, a leg, their hip, their leg, their back, kind of build a routine that will help your body not feel like it's aging. Or um, one other thing is that... Um, when you move, when you are the opposite of being stagnant or stagnation, um, it is energizing. So not moving and being stagnant is not good for even even how you feel, your thoughts. Whenever you mentioned like the whole neck and back thing, like when and this is just a habit of mine. Whenever I see somebody who's like hunched over, you can tell that it's it's yes. been years before they've stretched. It always makes me stand up really straight instantly. And I realize, uh-oh, I'm heading that same direction because, I, I, yeah, I'm 30 years younger than them, but I'll be right there if I don't do something. So I actually like that that's part of your routine. And it's where our 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 stress point is, I guess, right? For many of us that are entrepreneurs, like we're, we're sitting or standing, like there's certain areas that are just going to be negatively affected. What was amazing was that I have a lot of people on my team who exercise um, and, and they even exercise more than me. And I remember two, three weeks ago, we were not in the employee book club, but we were in the community community book club, where we ha also have a panelist of 10 people from my team. So the, the panelists, I said to everyone to, and to the whole community who was watching, I said, okay, everybody raise your hand who stretched this morning. And then I couldn't believe that no one had stretched. And I really saw that, wow, like this would help people's quality of life so much. And I think there's so many people that don't stretch, even though we think we stretch. While you were saying that people can't watch the video, but I moved my mic up because I'm standing up a little taller now. <laughs> Amazing. Amira, this has been a really fun conversation. You've been sharing these micro habits with us today that I believe they'll change people's lives if they begin implementing this. I know it really has changed mine. So I thank you so much for that. Before we end our time together, I want to ask you, have any final thoughts to share with us? Yes. So um, what's, what's so special about your podcast is you are really a niche 
people who are listening to your podcast are creators. They're trying to create something from nothing, um, which is the most exciting thing that, that people can do. I, I believe that every single person has a passion and a gift. And just to get in alignment with what are your gifts and what do you want to share with yourself, the people closest to you, and then like the broader, the broader community, which people call customers, but your community. And I think that the biggest takeaway from everything that we've talked about here is that each person listening knows exactly what works best for them. They know exactly who they are and who they want to be. Sometimes there is an energetic disconnect between like, wow, I used to be so energized and now I'm not. I wish I felt my best. How can I get back to feeling my best? And then also feeling like I'll never feel as good as I used to feel. And the only, this is just my professional opinion, but the only way to kind of bring all those pieces back into alignment is for people to just take inventory. Okay, today is Wednesday. Let me take five minutes at 4 p.m. I'm going to look at tomorrow. Again, I'm, I love time blocking. If you don't know what time blocking is, just look it up. Let me, let me see what, what could I do at 6, 7, 8, 9, 10? Which meetings do I have? Where can I squeeze in the sunshine? Where can I squeeze in the stretching? Where can I drink the water? Um, and to persevere, to, um, it's called healing through repetition, to do the same thing every single day over and over and over again until you break through a wall. And so the, I think the greatest lives that are ever lived are a series of people knowing who they are knowing what makes them happy, implementing a structure um, that will allow them to get from point A to point B. And then you repeat it and adapt, but you repeat that um, and you break down every single wall in front of you and you enter a place where you have so much self-esteem because you believe in yourself and you know that you have all the tools to move forward every day. Mary Ruth, that's a beautiful way to end this episode. I appreciate you sharing that kind of that holistic view with us that really, uh, really ties it all together. So thank you so much for being a guest and sharing with us today. Thank you so much, Alex. I really appreciate it. Thank you. What I loved most about this conversation with Mary Ruth is how applicable everything she shared with us is to implement. There's nothing holding each of us back from implementing at least one or two of these things immediately as we discuss them. And although, if possible for you, I do encourage you to implement all four because I believe it'll make a substantial change in your life. I also want to mention that there's an incredible story behind Mary Ruth Organics and her personal life, and I'll share a link to a short video that explains it all in the show notes. She truly is an inspiring individual and has proven that these things we talked about today really work and can bring a positive change in your life. Mary Ruth, thank you again for being a guest and sharing your very practical health habits with us today. For links to Mary Ruth Guillaume's book, Liquids Till Lunch, and to Mary Ruth Organics, please visit creatingabrand.com slash 148. Thank you as always for listening. I'm looking forward to bringing you another Masterclass episode next week.